For the Hartford Current, I'm Mike Hammond, and this is Capital Watch. Governor Ned Lamont wants to convene a special session to tackle four issues lawmakers have been unable to reach consensus on so far. Lamont believes he can go four for four on these issues, which range from transportation to restaurants to bond packages and hospitals. What would a special session look like? What would it be like? With me today is Capitol Bureau Chief Chris Keating. Let's take a look. Chris, Governor Lamont is calling for a special session on four topics, as you've written about. Before we get into those four topics, what goes into calling for a special session? What is special about this? Well, normally a special session, there has to be uh, agreement. If the legislators are going to call themselves in, there has to be an agreement, meaning it has to be signed by the House Speaker and signed by the Senate President pro tem. If they suddenly say there's not going to be a session, then there will not be a session. So there are certain protocols. You know, on on the far extreme, could the uh, legislators petition themselves in? Yes, they could, but you have to have a certain amount of signatures, which they usually don't get, to force it. On the, on the flip side, Lamont can call them in. Lamont can call them into special session, but he cannot force them to do anything. So if Lamont, say Lamont is fighting with the legislature and Lamont calls them in, they can come in, bang the gavel, say the Pledge of Allegiance and go home. They don't have to do anything. Lamont can force them to come in, but he cannot force them to do anything. That's interesting. So presumably by calling for a special session, which we don't know if he's going to do yet or not? Well, it's kind of a a jointly, joint call. In other words, the legislators will go along with him on that. Maybe not on all four of these issues that we're going to talk about, but in other words, the legislators might want to come in and, and do the hospital deal, as an example. They might not have the votes to do tolls, as an example. So Lamont wants them to do four issues, Okay, and they'll probably be calling themselves in technically is how that works. I see. So do the minority leaders have any say in this? Not really. Again, like I said, if if uh, they if the minority leaders wanted to gather 76 signatures on a petition in the House to force a vote on tolls or against tolls or whatever, you could do that. But the Republicans don't have 76 people. So generally, those those kinds of issues don't happen. So how does it work? When does it happen? I mean, are are lawmakers literally pulled away from whatever they're engaged in to earn a living in the rest of their lives? Yeah, as an example, the House Democrats were told, set aside December 17, 18, and 19 on your schedules. It's called a hold. So in other words, hold those dates, meaning that, you know, you'll drive in from Greenwich or you'll drive in from New London to Hartford. Hold those dates and we may have a session on those dates. Now, that that can expand, obviously. Uh, Lamont wants it any time during the week of the 16th, which is coming up soon. For sure. And why call a special session instead of waiting until the the next legislative session, which begins in what, February? February, yes. Well, part of the reason for that, in the next session in February, on opening day in February, they do the budget adjustments. So in other words, they start doing the budget again for another year. And that takes a lot of time, a ton of time. So on opening day in February 2020, Lamont will come in with basically a new budget. In other words, the state does two-year budgets, but they readjust it every year. In other words, they don't necessarily know, uh, and sometimes it's hard to project into the future how much money's coming in the door, how's this going to happen, how's that going to happen, how's the stock market going to go, how much money are we going to have, good or bad, all right, money up or money down in either case. So they readjust the budget. 
Do these tend to be issues that have been hashed over in the previous session and that are, are literally kind of ready for a vote? Uh, yeah, well, a lot of these issues just don't go away. So in other words, tolls, I mean, you can go back to the Malloy administration or even further back. Uh, they've been talking about tolls forever. And, and there's been uh, just this year, just the first 11 months of this year, there's been an incredible number of different proposals, trucks, cars and trucks, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, how many gantries, how many few gantries. So the toll issue, as an example, goes back to Malloy and it goes back before Malloy. And what's the potential downside for the governor for, for calling a special session? I mean, maybe it won't even get to the special session, which means it's, a, it's another kind of a of a flop before it even Well, happens. Lamont told me personally that he thought that despite skepticism by legislators that he could go 4 for 4, 4 for 4 on the on those four issues. In other words, that all four issues could pass. Okay. And those are the the, the hospitals, the restaurants, the bond package, as we call it, and tolls. Let's get into those. Let's start with highway tolls and and this the, the twenty billion dollar transportation package that's been battered around for some time. What's the latest? I mean, there's truck only tolls. There's certain locations. What's the yeah, likelihood of this? The passing? latest, the latest where we are, what it's boiled down to is twelve toll stations, 12, 12 gantries basically on twelve bridges on uh, six highways in Connecticut. So in other words, originally it was 80, and then it was 53, and then it was 14. Now it's down to 12 tolling spots. What would not be included is the Merritt Parkway in Norwalk, that's been scratched off the list, and Route 9 in Middletown, scratched off the list. So now we're down to 12 spots, including like, for example, the Gold Star Memorial Bridge that connects Groton and New London. I think most people have driven over that bridge, uh, and it's a rather large bridge. And underneath that bridge is where all the submarines go out. So it's 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 fairly important stuff. And uh, it's an old bridge. It's aging. It needs to be fixed up. And the the plan would be that you would pay a toll going over that bridge, and that money would be used to fix that specific bridge, not some bridge in Killingly or some uh, you know place in Kent, Connecticut. The the, the money that you pay for the Gold Star Memorial Bridge is supposed to be earmarked for that bridge alone. And remind us how many tolls and gantries we began with when this whole thing started. Well, yeah, it was up in the 80s. The state DOT, uh, Transportation Department, uh, basically came out with a plan that was in the 80s. Lamont's original plan was more about 53. uh, And then Lamont downsized that plan to 14. And now it's downsized even further, not only to 12, but to trucks only. The passenger cars, that's political fire. And a lot of the uh, legislators are afraid to vote for it. The union guys uh, will tell you, the building trades, uh, that the Senate Democrats were afraid to vote on it. And that's what they said flat out. So truck only. So are, we're sort of back to the campaign promises that he made where this this began life as a truck only toll project, correct? That is correct. That is correct. And that kind of dovetails with Rhode Island. There was a, uh, a recent court ruling on, on Rhode Island that was being discussed on Friday. And um, yeah, the, so the question is whether it would, is it legal to impose tolls on trucks, but not on cars? Generally in America, you know, I mean, if you show up at the supermarket, everybody buys bread, everybody pays for bread. You don't get a, a special deal because you live in a certain town or this or that or whatever the case may be. So in other words, under, you know, constitutionality and fairness, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, some people, some lawyers will tell you that anyone who uses the roads, if, if you're going to charge tolls, you got to charge it to everyone. And yet in Rhode Island, there have been two different rulings so far? 
Well, in Rhode Island, that's been kicking around. Uh, they are they are collecting the tolls on trucks only. You drive under it. Anyone, any of your listeners who have been there, you will drive under the toll gantry, but it just won't click off unless you're a truck. So in other words, you, you are literally driving under it. You, those signs, it basically says, you know, easy pass, da-da-da-da-da. If you're not paying attention, you might be going by there and say, wait, wait a minute, did they charge me? And the answer is no, because it's trucks only. I'm, I'm saying if you're driving in a passenger sure. car, obviously. Uh, but it's right there at exit one or two, boom, on I-95 in Rhode Island. As soon as you go over the border there, suddenly before you know it, you're, you're hitting a, a toll gantry. So, yes, that, that is the biggest bone of contention. The biggest debate is, is that legal? Can you do that? So for Lamont to make this one of the four that he proposes in, to, to be hashed out over in a, in a special session, does that mean he now do you think has the votes for this? Well, he might think he does. I, I, the, the, the legislators have not um, come forward and said that it, that's a done deal. Um, there's a lot of legislators who don't want to vote on this because, again, it's political fire. Uh, the anti-toll group is very, very uh, strong or influential. And the anti-toll group basically says, you know, support tolls and lose at the polls. So there are legislators, they might not publicly want to say it, but are afraid to vote for tolls. Okay. The second of the four issues is the annual bond package of construction projects. This is tied in some way to tolls as well. Yes. In other words, uh, the annual list of projects uh, under Governor Malloy, the bonding kind of, uh, according to Lamont, got out of control. And so Lamont has imposed something called a debt diet. Uh, that's what Lamont calls it, and it's kind of uh, become a catchy name, catchy tune. He's only had three, uh, as of this date, only had three bond commission meetings the entire year. Now, for years and years and years with most governors, it was either a monthly a monthly meeting or every six weeks. So the bottom line, Lamont's been in office for 11 months. He's had three bond commissions, and he's canceled eight. And that's where you get your total of 11. He's canceled eight meetings and only held three. Now, if you're only holding three meetings, there's only so much stuff you can approve. And so Lamont has cut off the spigot, and he has the power to do that because he's the chairman of the Bond Commission. So Lamont basically has the sole authority to decide what is on the agenda because he's, he can control the votes, and he does have the votes because the Democrats hold the majority and nobody really wants to go up against the governor on that. So essentially, Lamont controls every single bonding project he essentially controls. So when you say Lamont has cut off the spigot, you mean the spigot to individual towns in yes, Connecticut? Yes, the spigot of, to, of all kinds of construction projects. If you go in Avon, Connecticut off of Route 10, they're basically building a bridge right next to another bridge. That would never, ever, ever get approved under Lamont's debt diet. It got approved under the Malloy administration, and it's basically a bridge near the uh, uh, near a school there off of Route 10 in Avon. It's under construction right now if you want to go see it. There's some people who say that this is a sort of a hijacking of, of the bonding process to gain leverage for what he wants to pass? Well, in other words, right. So all the cities and towns, there's 169 cities and towns, as you know, they rely on bond money for local projects, all kinds of projects. And there's also something called Town Aid Road uh, that's generally 30 million, comes in 30 million increments. It's usually 30 plus 30 for a total of 60. 
Uh, and the Council of Small Towns, better known as COST, will tell you how important that is to the towns. Anyway, all the towns want money. It's just the name of the game. And they have been used to getting money. And they're not very happy about Lamont's debt diet. You know, I don't know, the town of Hamden wants a new firehouse. Uh, everybody wants something. You know, in the Naugatuck Valley, they want a new fire training center to train the firefighters. So there's an, an incredible amount of needs in, in all of these towns. You know, people want a new senior center, or if not a new senior center, they want to upgrade the old senior center. And a lot of the towns don't want to pay for it 100%. A lot of the towns cannot afford that 100%. So they rely on, on the towns. And we haven't even discussed school construction, which the state pay, pays a ton of money for school construction. Well, let's talk about that. So is that held up in this process as well? They can still get around that. And there's a lot of projects in the pipeline. But that is basically a piece of it. Yes, as, as, part, of, uh, as part of the overall you know, year-long bond situation. Right. But there's an incredible amount of, of uh, projects in the pipeline. Uh, and I'm just talking historically now, magnet schools and all kinds of stuff. Anything that you see built around here, everything at UConn, all these immense billions of dollars spent at UConn, all of that basically goes through what we call bonding. Husky fans, listen up. We've got another podcast we want to tell you about. UConn Insider from the Hartford Current takes a deep dive into all things UConn athletics. Host Chris Broder brings you exclusive, in-depth interviews with coaches, players, and reporters who are dishing out expert analysis each and every week. Search for UConn Insider wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe today. Want more from The Current? You can subscribe to our Five Things to Know newsletter to get the latest headlines in your inbox every morning. Politics, breaking news, UConn sports, opinion, and more. Head to current.com slash newsletters to sign up today. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to tell you about a new initiative here at The Current. We're all about new initiatives. Michaela Kane, take it away. Sure. I'm going to tell you about The Thread, which is our new news source for millennials, created by millennials here at The Current. Give us a follow on social at The Thread CT on your favorite platforms, or you can sign up for our newsletter at current.com slash newsletters. You good with that? Yeah. So what does Governor Lamont want out of this other than the, this idea of like, let's not go in further into debt. Does he want votes for other things? Well, yes. In other words, so he started way, way before it got tied into tolls. Lamont just thought, you know, it was out of control. Right. And, and since he's been on the debt diet. Uh, Wall Street has noticed that Moody's and all these rating agencies, they love it. They, they like a debt diet because they thought Connecticut had too many debts, frankly, too much, frankly, maxing out on the credit card is essentially what Connecticut has done for many, many years, maxing out on the credit card. And everybody understands what that means. And so the payments on the debt and things of that nature, uh, and we haven't even talked about pensions, but the payments on the debt is is massive. So- Anyway, uh, that is an issue. But basically what Lamont, this annual construction package that we're talking about here, has been tied to tolls. It's kind of been held up, in other words, because Lamont is thinking, well, how are we going to fund transportation projects? In other words, I'm not clear how we fund transportation projects and whether we should fund them through tolls or whether we should fund them through the so-called bond package. And that's been part of the dispute between Lamont and Democrats. Let's bring this back to the special session. What does he want to be voted on in terms of bond package during a special session? Well, I think he would. I think he still wants it tied. Uh, you know, a, a a slim and trim, slim down bond package and tolls. 
In other words, okay. so in the, the quote toll package is a $20 billion transportation package. We refer to it just as tolls, right. but it's essentially a $20 billion transportation package over 10 years. So what, what he's saying, and then in the separate annual bond package, there are uh, construction projects in there for transportation too. And there's a fight over how much money should be in there for transportation. Basically, what has happened is we've gone basically through the whole year uh, without approving tolls, but also the whole year without approving the bond package. All right. Let's get into the third item, which is the hospitals, which I really yes. don't know a thing about. Tell us what is what what is why is that an issue that you know demands a special session? Yeah. Well, the hospitals is very complicated. What happened was uh, when Malloy was governor, he had constant constant clashes with the hospitals. Okay. Uh, in other words, and they started something called the hospital tax, and the hospitals weren't very happy. Okay. This is very complicated and involves federal reimbursements and Medicaid reimbursement rates. So in other words, the hospitals, they rely, they get a lot of money from Medicaid reimbursement rates, okay? So if those rates go up, the hospitals get more money. And in this deal with Lamont, the rates are going to go up. It, it might not sound like a lot, but it's 2%. If you stay overnight in a hospital, the rates go up 2%. If you have outpatient issues at the hospital, it goes up 2.2% for that. There's been fights. There's always been fights over Medicaid reimbursement rates, and the hospitals need that. It involves millions and millions and millions of dollars of money. But anyway, so what this thing in the special session is, uh, the hospitals filed a lawsuit against Malloy over these uh, the tax rates and the Medicaid reimbursement rates. And this has really been going on. There was administrative appeals going back to 2013. So this is going on like six or seven years. What happened was Lamont came in and said, look, I know you guys have been fighting between uh, Malloy and the hospitals. I don't want to fight anymore and I want to settle this thing. So they have settled it. But the legislature must approve the settlement, and that's why you would need a special session. The legislature must approve the settlement between the state and the hospitals, and that's what this is all about. Number four, the restaurant issue. We've talked about this on this podcast yes. a little bit. Another rather rather complicated issue. Take us through this from the beginning, if you could. Yeah, the restaurant issue is complicated, too. What happened was there have been a series of lawsuits, and there's going on right now, Lawsuits filed against individual restaurants all across the state, north, south, east, and west, big restaurants and little restaurants. Uh, what it has to do is with the amount of money that workers make. So in other words, there is a minimum wage, which right, which right now is $11 an hour, that if you're doing certain work, you get paid $11 an hour. Okay. If you are a waiter or waitress in a restaurant, legally you can be paid less than $11 per hour because you get tips. So it's called the tip credit, tip wage, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So if you're a waitress or a waiter, you can get tips. What the, what the issue is about is while you're working, you may be literally, and I'm not making this up, obviously, you might be filling ketchup bottles and salt shakers and all things as part of your shift. You're not really getting tips for that, okay? Right. So now they're fighting about how much money should you be paid while you're doing that. Say you spend two hours, you're filling ketchup bottles, you're doing all salt shakers, you're doing all kinds of things. Should you be paid the $11 minimum uh, wage or the reduced minimum wage was like $6.33 or something like that. Should you be paid that reduced amount at a time when you're not getting tips? 
the restaurant. So this is a big battle over who, how much people get paid. And the workers have filed lawsuits, generally with the, the same attorney uh, who has been doing all these lawsuits. And um, anyway, make a long story short, the legislature tried to solve this with a bill and Lamont vetoed the bill. Right. Which brought a lot of people's attention to this because the bill was passed at like, you know, 1159 at night or something like that on the, on the last day of the session. And nobody really knew what they were voting on. So what will a special session vote on this issue Specials, bring about? Special session would be a vote on a new bill, a new bill to clarify all this stuff that we're talking <laughs> okay. about, to clarify exactly who would get paid what, when, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and how this system would work. That So they've been working on this bill. They had a hearing, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They're trying to get an overall agreement. What happens on that, the Senate Republicans and the House Republicans and others will tell you that the Senate Republicans agree, the House Republicans agree, Lamont agrees, and the House Democrats agree, but the Senate Democrats are not on board with this idea. Why is and that? if the Senate Democrats, well, um, the Republicans will tell you that it's major union pressure, that the unions don't like this compromise, the unions don't like this deal. The Senate Democrats will tell you, hey, we, we just want to make sure the workers aren't hurt. We, we, we're trying to resolve this thing, too. We just don't want the workers to be hurt. Um, is this likely to help the the workers as opposed to the, the restaurant owners or, or vice versa? Well, I guess in a compromise, it's supposed to help everybody. I in see. other words, yeah. it would it would reduce the need for these lawsuits, which are costly, and the restaurants are not happy about these lawsuits. It costs them legal fees, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The workers feel that they've been underpaid. So it's it's an ongoing issue. It's still going as we speak, as we tape this at, at, at this very moment. It's still going on. There are multiple lawsuits at various stages of, you know, lawsuits sometimes slowly move through the courts. And uh, they've been trying to resolve this, and they've been unable to do it for, you know, the past six months. So what happens now? What are we waiting for? A, a final announcement that a special session is going to happen? Does, is it just sort of more delay? And if we don't hear anything more, we assume it's not going to happen? What happens Well, what here? will be happening behind the scenes, they're, they're still writing these bills. They have to get into pre- precise legislative language. They get read by, you know, 42 lawyers and some lawyer jumps up and objects and says, no, we can't do it this way. And sometimes that gums up the works. So all the caucuses have lawyers. The legislature has a nonpartisan or bipartisan lawyers looking at this. So they've got to (laughs) – these things take time. I was going to say the state budget as an example, everybody had to agree on that. That turned out to be 567 pages. So uh, there is a lot of work going on behind the scenes. A lot of times they won't release those drafts, and a lot of times we in the press corps don't get to see them. Uh, sometimes we have to break our back and eventually we do get to see them. But what's going on right now is they're working behind the scenes on the final language on all these things we're talking about here. They're counting the votes. And I would think that they will call, officially call a special session with a date, which has not been set as we're discussing this right now. And uh, the bottom line is certainly first in line would be the hospitals because that seems ready to go. Everyone says the hospital deal seems ready to go. With the highway tolls and transportation on the opposite end, it's a little bit more contentious. And, and Correct. The more contentious and then it would just get kicked over to February. So in other words, if they don't do tolls before Christmas, and again, Lamont says they'll do four for four. Um, the the tolls people will tell you they think it'll be zero for four. Um, but Lamont told me outside the Bushnell the other night he's going to do four for four. 
And, um, you know, some people just don't believe that. That's it for Capital Watch. Thank you for listening. Today's episode was produced with the help of current Capital Bureau Chief Chris Keating. Our executive producers are Megan Merrigan and Dan Brecklin, and our senior executive producer is Andrew Julian. I'm Mike Hammond, the host and producer of Capital Watch, which is a production of the Hartford Current Media Group. As always, stay on top of Connecticut news by visiting current.com. We'll see you next week.